Good afternoon. This is Drew Erickson back again for another Money Not Math conversation. This is number 105 on Thursday, June 2nd. I hope everyone is doing well and hopefully the weather is not affecting you too much, uh, depending on what industry you're in. I, I feel for anyone out there that uh, the weather affects their, their livelihood because it's uh, in northern Minnesota, at least it's been a crazy year. So in today's Money Not Math conversation, we are talking about uh, the 10 things you need to know about Social Security. Um, I'm using a uh, article from AARP.org to reference in this conversation. And the reason for this conversation today is because I, we often have conversations with people who are either already retired or are planning to retire in the near future uh, when building their retirement plans about their Social Security. Um, some, you know, we hear a lot of different opinions. Some people assume you should always take it as soon as possible because you don't know how long you're going to live. So you might as well get the benefit. Um, some people think you should wait as long as possible, get the maximum benefit and everywhere in between. At the end of the day, you know, overall, we think every strategy should fit the person's lifestyle and their retirement goals. Um, but understanding these key things about how it works can drastically make an impact for you. So of course, I strongly advise you to speak to a, a professional that you trust when building your retirement plan and how to plan your, around your social security. But if you're a DIYer or if you're just looking to learn a little bit now uh, for future planning, hopefully this conversation brings you value. So number one, is social security just for retired workers? No, as of December, 2021, about 73% of beneficiaries were retirees. So most of them. The remainder were spouses, ex-spouses and children of retirees, that's about 4%. Disabled workers and their families make up about 14% and survivors of deceased beneficiaries makes up 9%. And, that, and, and that's an important factor because uh, as we'll talk about as we go on here, one of the most important factors of, about planning around social security that many don't know is that if you have two, if you have two income earners in your household, the one that has the larger social security benefit, let's say you have one earner that has a $3,000 benefit and the other one that has a $1,000 benefit, the lower earner, the lower earner's benefit actually gets stepped up to 50% of the higher earner's benefit. So at times, it's it makes sense to have maybe your lower earner take their benefits at age 62, but the higher earner to wait until 67 or 70, because by doing that, they're also stepping up the lower earners benefits from, for their lifetime as well. So there's really a double positive there if you're able to build it within your plan in a way that works for you. So, and like I said, we'll touch on that a little bit later in this article, but I, I think that's one of the most important notes that many people aren't aware of. So I wanted to get cover that early. Second, at what age can I start collecting social security benefits? You, be, you can begin receiving retirement benefits at age 62, but your payments will be greater if you wait until your full retirement of age um, which depends on when you were born. If you are if you are eligible for survivor benefits or Social Security disability insurance, you can start collecting earlier. How do I sign up for Social Security? You can apply for retirement, spousal, or disability benefits online or by calling them. Uh, for and I'll include the article link. So if you want the specific information, you can click on the link and, and get it from here. Um, but it sounds like you know it might take a little while because well you're dealing with the government. But at the same time, they do have multiple avenues for you to do that. Um, how long do I need to work to become eligible for benefits? That's number four. And the answer is for retirement benefits, you have to work for at least 10 years. Social Security uses a system of credits, which you can, which you collect by working and paying Social Security taxes. You can, we all love taxes, right? Um, you can earn up to four credits a year and you need 40 credits to qualify for retirement benefits. So you need at least four credits for 10 years to get your 
your benefits. The credit threshold may be lower for disability benefits. So if you are disabled, but you haven't worked 10 years, it's worth looking into. I must, must I stop, number five is must I stop working to collect retirement benefits? The answer is no. You can receive benefits while working, but if you are below full retirement age and earn more than a certain amount, your monthly benefits will be temporarily reduced. Again, this is extremely important to understand because if you, if you claim your benefits at 62, but you also keep working, you wanna make sure that you're not working so much to the point where you have diminishing returns because you're actually just increasing the taxes on your social security. So therefore you're not getting paid what you think you're getting paid for the hours you're putting in. Once you reach full retirement age, excuse me, <coughs> felt that coming, excuse me, the reduction is eliminated. So let me say that again, since I sneeze in the middle. Once you reach full retirement age, the reduction is eliminated and your benefits will be increased to make up for what was lost over time. Number six, how much will I get from social security? That depends on a number of factors. Most crucially, your lifetime earnings from work in which you paid Social Security taxes. Social Security takes your 35 highest earning years, calculates an inflation-adjusted average, and plugs that into a progressive formula that determines your basic benefit. The amount will also be affected by how old you are when you claim benefits. You won't know it for sure until you file, but you can use AARP Social Security calculator to get an estimate. There are other calculators out there. I know the Social Security website is usually where I refer my clients to go check it out. If they, if, if you aren't getting mailings, oftentimes they'll be mailing you when you get when you near retirement what your projections look like. And also something to be aware of, I don't think it's mentioned in this article, is that the, the benefit you receive in day one of your of your retirement when you claim Social Security isn't the benefit for the rest of your life. They do have inflation adjusted growth built into the social security um, and we won't go down that long route. So, but it is something to note that your, your benefit does get stepped up to kind of sort of reflect inflation. Uh, I went, I, I'm doubting people's, in their social security benefits gonna go up 7% this year, like the inflation we are experiencing, but at least as long as, hopefully it'll go up a little bit at least. Number seven, what's the maximum monthly social security benefit? For a worker claiming Social Security in 2022 at full retirement age, so for most people 67, but younger than that, depending on when you were born, the highest monthly amount is $3,345. That's about double the estimated average retirement benefit of $1,657. To draw the top benefit, your earnings must have exceeded Social Security's maximum taxable income. The annual adjusted cap on how much of your income is subject to social security taxes for at least 35 years of your working life. How can I boost the amount of my benefit? Is number eight. The longer you wait to start collecting after you become eligible, the more you will receive. Say you were born in, 19, born in 1960. If you claim social security upon turning 62, you'll get 70% of the benefit amount calculated from your lifetime earnings. If you wait until full retirement age, in this case, 67, you'll get 100%. So that's, I mean, that's a 30% difference for waiting five years. So that again goes back to when you're building a retirement plan and really taking all factors and tools of your, uh, at your disposal for your retirement into account, it may or may not make sense for you to wait. But that is something that you have to understand and build into your plan with whoever it is that you work with uh, to do so. And then if you delay past full retirement age, so age 67, and Social Security increases your benefit 8% a year until you hit 70. So again, if you, if you go from 62 to 67, you get a 30% increase. And then every year from 67 to 70, you get an additional 8%. 
There's no financial incentive to delay past age 70. So I don't really know any reason you'd go past age 70, but unless you just really don't want to pay any taxes in. So number nine, that's a, but that's a really important factor. Like I said, make sure you actually build a plan for your retirement. Don't just assume whatever age is the proper age, because there's definitely flexibility around that, especially if you have a spouse who is also going to be claiming social security. Number nine, can I receive social security benefits based on an ex-spouse's earnings? You may be able to claim a divorced spouse's benefit if the marriage lasted at least 10 years. You are at least 62 years old and you have not remarried. If so, you could get up to 50% of your former spouse's full benefit amount, but only if that exceeds your own retirement benefit. Social Security will pay the higher of the two amounts, not both. So that's true for your ex-spouse as well as your current spouse. Like I said earlier, if you have, let's say your Social Security benefit's 1000 and your spouse's is 3000 they actually step your benefit up to the $1,500 level. Um, so that's a really important thing to know, when, again, when it comes to planning. When, number 10, when someone dies, how does Social Security know? The Social Security Administration receives reports of beneficiaries' deaths from family members, funeral homes, and government agencies. Even if you know another entity will report the death of a member of your family, it's a good idea to inform Social Security yourself. Um, another tidbit that wasn't covered in here, but I think is crucial when uh, planning for retirement is understanding that how social security is taxed, okay? So if you're single or married, the numbers are different, but up to 50% of your social security is, or up to 85% of your social security can be double taxed if you're married and make over $44,000 of taxable income. That's not very much taxable income. So that's it's very important to understand where you're saving your money today and how it's gonna be taxed in retirement, okay? so. Those are the 10 plus things you should know about Social Security when building your retirement plan. Uh, please let me know what questions or thoughts that you have. If you have uh, any questions specifically on Social Security or retirement planning in other ways, I'm more than happy to answer those for you. Also, please comment on this post with your thoughts as well as any requests uh, for future Money Not Math conversations. Uh, thank you all for your time and I hope you have a great day. Bye.